Do accidents just happen? I've seen the results of enough of them. The Outline World Dispatch. It's Thursday, August 3rd, 2017. I'm Adrian Jeffries, and today on The Dispatch, editing human genes, changing immigration laws, and suing Kanye's insurance company. Here's The Dispatch. The future. Researchers from Oregon Health and Science University have accurately edited human embryos carrying genetic disease without causing errors or additional mutations for the first time. That's according to their report, published in the journal Nature. It's a major milestone for modern genetics. If this technology is perfected, it could be used to eradicate terminal genetic disease. The next step would be to start clinical trials that would involve implanting an embryo into a woman and studying the child. But this is dicey territory in the U.S. where laws restrict research using human embryos. Gene editing has also stoked fears about, quote, designer babies, causing U.S. intelligence to place it on a list of potential weapons of mass destruction. It's unclear if the FDA will allow regulated clinical trials in the method to proceed, but the lead researchers are hopeful. If not, biologist Shukrat Mitalipov, the lead researcher on the international team, said they would be, quote, supportive of moving this technology to different countries. The UK, for example, recently legalized germline editing, where genes are edited in a way that passes the changes onto the offspring. Germline editing techniques have been banned in more than 40 countries, including most of Western Europe, and UNESCO has called for a wide-ranging ban over ethical concerns. President Donald Trump endorsed the Reforming American Immigration for Strong Employment Act, or RAISE, yesterday. It's a bill that would cut legal immigration in half over the next decade and prohibit new immigrants from receiving government benefits. Gabby Del Valle has been following Trump's immigration plans. Hey, Gabby. Hi, Adrian. So where did this bill come from? Um, two senators, David Perdue and Tom Cotton, introduced the bill. They've been working on it with Stephen Miller for the past several months, and they announced it today. What does this bill say? So the bill is essentially designed to cut the number of green cards that are issued in half over the next 10 years. So the Trump administration wants to reduce not only illegal immigration, but also legal immigration. And the stated goal is to make things better for American workers uh, by reducing what Stephen Miller, who helped create the bill, said is an endless flow of unskilled workers and instead favoring high education, high skilled immigrants. Right now, most people who receive green cards are already in the United States, like with visas of some kind. So it wouldn't necessarily reduce the number of people coming into the country. It would just eliminate a path to citizenship for a lot of those people. A lot of people have reacted to this bill saying it's a dog whistle to a certain segment of Trump's base. Can you decode that for us? Yeah, it's a pretty clear nativist dog whistle in that when it was announced, uh, Trump and both of the senators said it would be a way of ensuring that low-skilled, low-wage Americans don't continue to suffer and have jobs taken 
by immigrants who are willing to do them for lower pay. And so who does that mean exactly? Yeah, since the 1970s, the majority of people immigrating to the United States have been from Latin America, Africa, and Asia. Before that, um, it was mostly immigrants that were white and from Europe. So when Trump says that like recent immigration has negatively harmed American workers, it's very clear who he's talking about. And who's he talking about? People who aren't white, basically. (laughs) Does this bill overlap at all with Trump's travel ban? The bill kind of overlaps with the travel ban in that if you're from one of the countries that is on the list of places that people aren't allowed to travel from, you are exempt if you are related to a U.S. citizen. But the bill that was announced yesterday is reducing the ability of U.S. citizens and legal permanent residents to sponsor their relatives and get them green cards. So it kind of overlaps in that your relatives from these countries can still visit you, but now it's a lot more difficult for people to sponsor them and have them become U.S. citizens and U.S. permanent residents. It's basically changing the entire immigration system as we know it. Obviously, this bill would hurt immigrants, families of immigrants, but there's also some criticism that it would hurt the U.S. economy overall. Can you talk about why that is? Yeah, so baby boomers are aging out of the workforce and are probably going to be dying soon, and the U.S. birth rate is getting lower and lower, so there soon won't be enough low-skilled workers to, or workers of any kind, really, to make up for the massive amount of people that are leaving the workforce and to make up for the fact that the population won't be replenished. And the Washington Post interviewed several economists who said that restricting restricting immigration will contract economic growth and could even increase the risk of a recession. What are the odds that this bill passes? Right now, the odds are pretty low. Um, There's definitely some split between the more nativist parts of the Republican Party and the more... I guess, business-minded and traditional parts like the John McCain wing. And then I don't think the Democrats are going to be behind it at all. Thanks, Gabby. Thanks, Adrian. Culture. Kanye West is suing his insurance company for $10 million over canceled tour dates. Last year, the rapper canceled the final 21 dates of his St. Pablo tour following a string of incidents in which he burst into spontaneous tirades on stage. West spent more than a week at a neuropsychiatric hospital following an especially strange show in Sacramento, in which he expressed admiration for then-president-elect Donald Trump. But if I would have voted, I would have voted on Trump. What? When an artist books a tour, they can purchase insurance which effectively protects their income in the event that they can't perform, due to an emergency or due to an illness. According to the lawsuit obtained by The Hollywood Reporter, after Kanye halted the tour, his insurance company, a subsidiary of Lloyd's of London, made aggressive moves to avoid having to pay out the claim. The lawsuit also claims that an independent doctor picked by the insurance company agreed that West was medically unable to continue touring. 
but the company worked to prolong the process of paying the claim. West lawyers claim the insurance company ceded, quote, irrelevant facts, namely speculation in the media, to discredit the claim. His lawyer, Howard King, said in the lawsuit filings that, quote, Lloyd's companies enjoy collecting bounteous premiums. They don't enjoy paying claims, no matter how legitimate. That concludes The Dispatch. Remember, you can subscribe to the show and get new episodes every Monday through Thursday. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Alexa, Anchor, or anywhere else you listen. I'm Adrian Jeffries. Have a great weekend. More Stories Monday.